Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The band is local natives. The album is Sunlit Youth. That actually sounds like it could be the name of another band, Sunlit Youth, but actually it is the name of their third studio album. I'm into it. That's why they're on the show. The show is the Alt in Our Stars podcast, Billboard's weekly alternative and rock music podcast. I'm your host, Chris Payne, and I sat down recently with local natives. We chatted about all sorts of things. Obviously, a new album talk. This is their first album in three years, and they've changed things up a lot since we last heard from them. They're pretty far from where they were when they were kind of a buzz band coming up, 2008, 2009. They put out Gorilla Manor around that time. That was their first album. Really crowded scene of buzzy indie bands breaking, and they're one of the bands that's held strong. They're still doing interesting things. They're progressing in a way that I'm really into. And aside from music, they talked about a lot of things about the lifestyle of being an artist, of being in a band these days, especially a band like Local Natives. Um, I asked them about opening, supporting for Bernie Sanders on the campaign trail, playing a show for him, being part of a political campaign, and how they feel about Hillary now that she's the nominee. Uh, Some other stuff with Local Natives, they've had success in the past on some forms of radio, like satellite radio, but I asked them if having a song on just like actual radio radio is something that they're really into i asked them about soundtracks and like movie soundtracks and if that's something that is in their sights and it is and i think that speaks for a lot of bands in a similar situation to local natives also asked them about uh or they actually brought this up about festival lineups and how it actually does matter a good deal to bands how big the font size is and how far they up how far up they are on lineups for things like Lollapalooza and Coachella so interesting stuff a little bit of like pulling back the curtain to see what it's like being an artist these days so I hope you enjoy the show and want to point out that just in general alt and our stars business I'm switching up the format some so it's been a weekly show always dropping on Fridays pretty much since we started it and it's still going to be dropping on average every week but it's going to be all different days now, not just Friday. It could be a Tuesday morning. It could be a Wednesday afternoon. It could still be a Friday. So 
think this will make things more fun, a little bit looser, more exciting. So in order to keep up with the podcast, you should definitely subscribe if you haven't already. To do that, you can search for the Alt in Our Stars on iTunes or in the podcast app of your phone. Or also, if you're viewing this on Billboard.com in the story, just go to the bottom graph, and there's a link you can follow there to go subscribe. But aside from that, aside from getting it automatically every week, you can go to the same place and listen to old episodes of the Alt in Our Stars. I've been doing this show for a little over a year and a half now, so there's all sorts of stuff to dig into there episodes recently i think you'd be really into if you're into local natives think you'd be into the courtney barnett episode mitski episode from a few weeks back pup modern baseball so yeah a lot of interesting stuff i'm really into this podcast one of my favorite things i do at billboard so thank you so much for listening and that's it i leave you here with uh local natives on the alton r stars enjoy We are podcasting live, Alton Our Stars podcast, local natives. What's up, guys? Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming away from Los Angeles into New York. It's a good time. It's a good time to be in New York, I think. Feels good. Yeah. Feels hot. It's nice. That humidity. Not used to that, but that's cool. <laughs> Handling it. So it's, it's um, well, first, let, let's, let's in- introduce yourselves. Tell the listeners what you play in the band Local Natives. Sure. Uh, my name's Kelsey, and I play keyboards, and I sing. And my name's Matt, and I play the drums. And you guys are starting to embark, or have embarked a little bit already on a new album cycle, album number three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Exciting. Yeah, we're, we're pumped. We've already got three songs out, which feels great. Uh, I don't know. I, I think we're all really excited for people to hear this record, and we've uh, committed to like a long like, kind of rollout of like trying to tease out new songs and stuff, and I'm getting very anxious and very uh, ready to show, show the record to everybody. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I'm thinking when the band started with Gorilla Manor, that was like six years ago, you probably even then didn't really tease an album as much as bands tease new albums these days. Right. No, yeah, we just, I mean, before Gorilla Manor, we just put like a song on MySpace and then yeah. trying to play a million shows. There weren't a lot of people trying to trying to <laughs> listen to our stuff back then. Um, yeah, so we, we just uh, found a, a label to put it out and then we're just pumped that anyone would buy it or listen to it. Yeah, so there's three songs out now and we'll talk about those. We'll dive into that. I'm interested though, what was the first song that you had on MySpace? Uh, it was Airplanes. Okay, so yeah. it's still one of yeah. the most popular ones. Yeah, yeah. It was it's, a good it's start great. then. Yeah. Was that the first song that you guys ever recorded and actually like mastered and put together and put out into the world? Well, so um, Taylor and Ryan, who aren't here, um, I started singing with them in high school. And then Matt started playing with us like 10 years ago. And we were a high school, we were like a, a young band, like before local natives. And we we're just making music, trying to figure out our sound. And I think around 2007, we started writing some of the stuff that's on Gorilla Manor. And Airplanes was one of the first songs that kind of signaled, a, I think, like a shift or, or almost like an epiphany for us musically of like our kind of like identity and like what who we wanted to be so we basically like started as local natives with 
with that song and with all the songs that eventually ended up on Gorilla Manor. And yeah, that was one of the first ones that we wrote in the original quote unquote Gorilla Manor house in Orange County. Yeah. Mm. Naming the album after where you recorded the album. <laughs> I feel like that that was really a a thing. Yeah. That was that was a thing cuz there was Animal Collective had Meriwether Post Pavilion. Yeah. Or no, that was well no, that's a venue. Well, yeah. I'm missing somebody. Bonnie Bear kind of did Bonnie, that. Yeah, with his he cabin did that. And yeah. Shit. yeah. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yellow House. Thank you. Oh, right, yeah. right. Yellow House, Grizzly Bear. I mean, it, it, we don't we didn't like name the house, refer to it as that. There's no plaque that says Gorilla Manor on, <laughs> on on the house or anything, but it's just kind of like it's basically an homage to the to the the two houses we we lived in Orange County for a year and then moved to LA and we all lived in the same house and we were able to work I don't know we found that we were able to work really well together all being in the same space and and so I don't know though that that phrase or the, the those words ended up feeling really representative of that time in those houses and you know how we came up with that record and this album, you recorded like hopping around Nicaragua, the Philippines. <laughs> what, what? Like an Indiana Jones map? Basically, where it's like... <laughs> when the little plane is going across. <laughs> yep. um, I mean, it sounds way more glamorous than it is. Uh, I mean, basically, the end of 2014, we, um, we got an offer to play a show in Malaysia, and we almost weren't going to take it because we were like, we have to focus on writing the new record. Um, but then we remembered we had a friend of a friend who um, owns a studio in Thailand, which is just a, a, a hop over from Malaysia. And we figured let's just do the show and then pay for, you know, with the fee studio time at in Thailand. And so that kind of marked the beginning of writing uh, the record. And we got so much amazing work done there and, and kind of opened our eyes to um, taking, I don't know, trying to put ourselves out of our our own kind of like space and switch things up and just to see what what happens because I mean you never you can never predict what you're going to get out of a situation so we found that the more the more situations we could put ourselves in that were that were always like different and we'd have to adapt in some way um, really benefited I think the writing process yeah because it's a common thing you hear from musicians where they'll say like, "Oh, we just really wanted to get out and like be in a new place when we're recording." Do you think it's true? Does place really affect the sound of music you make that much? I don't. I mean, I think so. I think it's it's funny. I, I always think about how when we were starting, and everyone was people. A lot of people would say, "Oh, you have such a Southern California like sunny sound or whatever," and we never really like thought about that like it was never an intentional thing mm-hmm. but I don't know I guess maybe in hindsight it kind of like growing up in Southern California it did kind of seep into our creative process in a way a song and called Sun Hands that right. first album yeah. right a lot of sun influences yeah very Egyptian I guess what? <laughs> I thought of, uh, I thought of like I thought of like the sun god Ra. oh yeah yeah Ra. exactly really inspired by Ra <laughs> Worships cats. Raw music. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's like I was saying before, just like 
you don't know how I, I think we've come to realize yeah that the environment does influence the music in some way so it's cool to just like go go somewhere and see what happens and yeah I mean for some reason I don't know like you mentioned Nicaragua and that was a thing where at the end of last year we had what we thought was the record done um, and and we had a, again a friend of a friend who knew a place in Nicaragua and it's called Madaris Village and it, they have this little tiny studio um, to basically entice bands like us to come okay. in and work you know there and it was such an awesome time we we just went out there basically we're like okay let's just let's just try to write a bunch of songs let's just try to be free and just let it flow and just like i don't know just try to write as many songs as we can and we wrote 10 songs in like 10 days and it was like a new record for us because yeah. before we would take forever to write a song hmm. and it's uh i don't know i guess a testament to to being in a new place and just i don't know letting stuff flow and just letting stuff fly um yeah so that that kind of ended the the writing of and making of the record probably i'd say in nicaragua we used one of those songs yeah and i'm thinking just in the mindset of being on vacation you tend to just be more relaxed when you're in a new place you tend to be in a more positive frame of mind yeah, that would seem to be very helpful for making music. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. For I mean, sure. you can get in your in your own head so so much when you're when you're writing, and it's and it's so counterintuitive to the creative process to be stressed out at all. You know, so you need to just. I mean, I guess that's why people smoke a lot of weed. Just like, <laughs> I guess that's why. Just like uh, unwind, de-stress. We don't smoke a lot of weed, but I'm saying, <laughs> I understand band that came out of LA in 2009 a song called Sun Hands but does not smoke a lot of weed yeah. <laughs> yep. that's right that's us awesome. let's play some of the new album this is Villainy first track on the album I feel like already in the little bit of press that's come out so far for the album there was a really good fader piece that ran not too long ago shout out to that one people are talking about this one a lot and how you wrote the song without guitars so I don't want to harp on that too much but I think it's pretty interesting given the the background of the band so take me through how that one came along um I mean I think I think we've always tried to stay true to um, writing music that we would want to listen to and being organic in like our intentions and like let's just like do what we're feeling and honestly we haven't been really listening to too many like band rock bands um, rock music like that kind of thing in the last few years it's all been we've all been really drawn into like more like electronica or like hip-hop or even some like pop like um, things and yeah I mean Ryan wrote that uh, when we were doing like some show and he, he came up with that like on a plane and then we like came back and he showed us and it kind of opened our eyes to well you know this isn't something we would we would normally do but this doesn't feel like local natives yet 
but it's like we we just like want to make it work because we like it so much and like let's just like fuck it let's just go for it and yeah. so like yeah that's how that's how that came about and I think that opened a door to being able to take chances in other ways like if you when people hear the record they'll I think that'll make more sense because there's there's different songs that like maybe I'm not necessarily saying villainy is representative of like the sound of the record but just saying that we I don't know I feel like it may allowed us to take chances with other songs so what else you guys played a rooftop show recently we did in the hometown yeah take uh, me through that last week it was uh so we've had this rehearsal space um, in Silver Lake for about five years now. We wrote pretty much most of Hummingbird, our second record there. And it's just this like special little weird bungalow, one bedroom kind of thing that we've had. And uh, it just kind of fell into our laps and it's a great location. And we have been, we're about to part ways with it. And we've been talking about f- doing some weird kind of event there for, for a long time. Just never really panned out. And we decided to... Uh, paint it have it we had a muralist come out and do like the album cover on one side and it says local native sunlit youth on it and and then we ended up throwing together this kind of last minute uh show we just threw our gear on the rooftop and prayed that it wouldn't cave in because it's the, a pretty janky building it's, it's a pretty yeah I feel that. yeah it I used feel to be that. like dilapidated and like have a bunch of mold and yeah, yeah it had vines growing inside yeah. like jumanji style yeah yeah like it was walls it was so um but yeah and then we just kind of announced it the day before and didn't really know how many people would show up and thought for sure that they would get shut down after two songs but we ended up playing for like an hour no interruptions and went really it was incredible it was great i mean it was as good as that could have possibly yeah (laughs) yeah we're we're worried about the police shutting it down or someone getting arrested or something but like yeah nothing nothing happened and everyone had a seemed like the vibe you feel something in the air and it just felt so amazing it it felt really special because you know we've really um we really love los angeles and it's been really a a huge it played a huge role in this band and especially in this last record you know even though we've made the record in other other parts of the world it's still los angeles played such a massive part of it we wrote and made the the record mostly in los angeles save like a like like a five or six like trips to other places right and so just, just five or six other countries <laughs> <laughs> well but, well two countries and then like we like rent a house in like Ojai or Joshua Tree or yeah, like some, right. these are some like cool areas that are like a couple hours outside of Los Angeles yeah yeah but to just kind of do this a weird event and then have these people show up and have this palpable kind of like energy in the air that was really positive and just kind of felt it just felt special it felt like a, a, a really awesome moment for the band and just felt like that hometown love and just you know reinforced our our pure love for los angeles so yeah yeah let's drop another new song from the album let's play a little past lives So recently you guys did a benefit concert for Bernie Sanders on the campaign trail. So what is your opinion now that like he's officially endorsed Hillary Clinton? How do you feel about that? 
I mean, I think we were all pretty realistic to what was going on, what was going to happen. I think we called that, you know, like months ago. Right. But I, that that was a big decision to on this record or just just for this stage in our careers to like are we going to be involved or not you know Mm -hmm. in the larger conversation and i think it it kind of dawned on us that you know i think we have we have a megaphone that most people don't have so we might as well use it for something we believe in and yeah i mean it was a long shot bernie was definitely a long shot but yeah we were all huge supporters and fans and it was it meant a lot for us to be able to play that show yeah absolutely yeah yeah because that was what early june Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, i guess the writing had been on the wall by then Mm -hmm. yeah right yeah yeah so you feel like i guess he can feel good and everyone who supported him that you know hillary clinton's platform did change a lot and i feel like the democratic party has shifted a ton yeah, he pushed things for sure, you know. He really put a spotlight on 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 a lot of issues that yeah, I think Hillary is integrating into her campaign now. Yeah. Um so that's that's awesome to see. It's awesome to see that he, you know, he he did something. You know, he really affected cha- some change. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, we'll see how much change, but he affected some people talking for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it was really interesting from a journalistic standpoint to follow artists interacting with this election because normally it's just like everyone getting behind the Democrat. But the fact that there were two Democrats who were really viable this time made right. things split between the artistic community and that I hadn't really seen in a while. Yeah, yeah, really, really interesting to see which, which kind of horse you were backing. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, the stakes are so... So fucking high right now. Stakes are very high. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, and if you didn't think it was real and you just like look at Brexit and then you're like, oh my god, that yeah. this yeah. this could this could happen. I think that was like a huge wake up call to us in our situation to see something like that happen somewhere else. <sighs> yeah. What is it like being called on to do something like a political rally that's like official? What does an artist have to go through when you're working with the camp of a candidate? Well, security was pretty gnarly. A lot of security. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty crazy. Of security sweeps. Yeah, security um, sweep. Like, get everybody out of this room, and you have to, like, go through a metal detector, and you, like, yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't, I don't, just... It was it was a little intense, but it makes sense. These yeah. are important people. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
it, there wasn't really a focus on the production side of of like the show itself. Yeah. It was kind of like thrown together and it was like a lot of problem solving and a, a little stressful. Like personally, I was very stressed because mm. I don't know, in my head I'm like every show has got to be amazing, every show, every show. But like the point of us being there wasn't to put on a show like we're playing at like the Hollywood Bowl or something. Yeah. Like it's not like we don't have lights. Like it's just like us supporting this candidate, yeah. supporting this movement. So I kept having to tell myself like it's different. It's like it's not like chill out. Don't worry. <laughs> and is do you feel there's like an obligation or pressure to give a speech or get real to go there? Um, Taylor said it a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Taylor Taylor spoke a, a, a bit about about being there, and I mean, there's. I don't know if it, if it's pressure. It just felt appropriate yeah. to to mm. say to say some things about and and kind of every band and every you know, they had speakers in between the bands and okay. yeah. I mean, it it just I don't know. I think the older that now now we're kind of all in like our early thirties and I don't know. It feels it feels appropriate to start or just I can't like look away from all this stuff going on. Like it's hard to like like be naive and it's hard to 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 be to have like those blinders on where you know you were young and you just party and you just like don't care or whatever right. and like I can't not care now and just because there's so much going on and yeah I don't know it, I feel like recently we felt yeah kind of compelled to see if we can help in any way and like, yeah why wouldn't we I, I, I feel like you know and if it's something we really believe in like there we felt like definitely believed in being there and all all the things everything we were all standing for it just it it just felt like it just felt good just to, just to talk about issues there yeah you're not just gonna be like yeah we got t-shirts merch table got merch at the back <laughs> cds for sale album coming out whatever why we're here again <laughs> yeah thinking back to say 2008 the band it was a year before gorilla manor so the band was around, starting up, a few years in. What do you remember of what it was like for other artists and bands interacting with the election then with Barack for the first time, going against Hillary and then against McCain? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry to say I wasn't as politically conscious back then, and I, I think it took me a while to, to kind of get on board and realize how important it is to kind of stay stay in the loop and try to yeah be a part of mm -hmm. be a part of something that's such a huge deal and it's going on with or without you yeah and you can like be a, a positive like part of it or you can just like be on the sidelines and i don't know just let let it affect you without having a say in the matter and that that seems like not good <laughs> i'm a very great orator as you can, <laughs> as you can tell so in the end go hillary now yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We would totally, we're we're totally on board with Hillary and the, you know, on the Democratic side, and we're all Democrats, and we all, I don't know, we respond. We we, we it resonates with us everything that that she's talking about and that our Democratic side is talking about, and yeah, of yeah. course, local natives, all Democrats, for the record. <laughs> Silence the doubts. That's right. That's right. Quit saying we're Republicans because we're not. Towards the beginning of the podcast, just talking about 
you know, taking some time off on the third album, kind of, you know, you recorded in different ways. Do you feel like really reinvigorated to do local natives? Um, you, you mean having taken like a, a small break between Hummingbird and this record? Maybe just you know, like, do you feel like there's like a renewed sense, like, of purpose, a new worldview, just feeling about being a band because you guys have been it for about ten years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. over. Um, yeah. I think the, I think the, yeah, the the overall feeling within the band right now is really, really positive. It feels like we're all in a really good, cohesive place. That uh, feels really exciting, and um, yeah, just given. Maybe the response of like the couple songs we've put out and just the feeling the the like we're all super proud of this record. Not that we haven't been proud of the records in the past, but it just it it does feel a little different this time for some reason. I can't totally put that into words. But I think we're just like older, and we were. I I would like to say that we're wiser. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, I, we've definitely learned a lot, and I think that uh, the the record shows that and i think that we're i don't know more confident about the moves we're making about the music we're making and yeah. and i feel like when you have that it, it's 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 nice when you know you have the entire internet and all their opinions and everyone saying you know exactly what they're thinking at that exact second you know that you can stand behind something and you know if somebody doesn't like something that's that's fine cuz we're you know this is our this is our stamp. This is our statement, and we're definitely, definitely, really pumped about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there was a huge feeling after the Hummingbird record, and we we toured the shit out of that record, and it was a, it was like a year and a half straight of of touring, and, and we really wanted to kind of get to know our hometown again. It felt like we'd been gone for so long that it was like kind of like wanted to get to know Los Angeles again. Mm -hmm. So there's always like this feeling of I don't know, like renewing our kind of why we're doing this, all all, all the reasons why I don't know, we're a band and mm -hmm. and I think that went into the making of the record where we're like, okay, let's not let's not slam our heads against the wall on like one song yeah. for like months on end let's like you know go into like different like writing groups let's let's um only work on something that is making us excited and 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 has like momentum and as soon as it doesn't just switch to something else because we know that anything that's worth it anything that's any song that's really going to prove itself to be a like a great song mm -hmm. is going to like rear its head later it's going to like come back again because I feel like the good stuff always kind of floats floats to the surface and and we kind of we're like let's just trust that yeah and so I don't know the the the, the vibe on this whole record was like let's only do stuff that makes us excited and let's and that should be the core because back in you know 2008 when no one gave a shit it was only us who cared yeah and the reason we did anything was because it was something that made us really excited and something that we wanted to see another band do or, you know, and yeah. So I think getting back to that mm -hmm. on this record has made it feel, I don't know, more of a reawakening or reinvigoration for, for us, for, for what we do. Yeah. It's interesting. Like linking back to the mindset. Cause I'm thinking when you're either in college or just out of college, like you were making that early music, to now it's like as you know in your early 30s your mindset changes a lot and you probably like think about the future a lot more and it's like have a lot more going on like what you're devoting your life to yeah i mean i think the scope 
widens. Yeah. And I think that things that would we'd get hung up on before are, are a little less important now and kind of uh, a bit more of a perspective on things that can be really helpful because you know you can rabbit hole on so many things that can get in your way and I don't know it's it's nice I mean we're really lucky to have found like five like-minded individuals that we can all keep each other in check and we're all I don't know really good at that yeah what are your hopes goals for the record Uh, beat the chubby checker record <laughs> yeah. of, of hottest, dance moves. hottest song in, in the world of all time. Chubby checker also in the Billboard office right now recording a separate podcast. I'm Context gonna, for those listening. I want to see him. I don't believe he's there. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe he's still here. We're, we're doing lessons on the twist right outside there at 2 o'clock. Oh my god. No, we could, well, we got to figure out a dance move. Uh, of our own, the, the local native. <laughs> I don't know what that'd be. We talked about, I mentioned sun hands in the beginning of the podcast. I feel like that could have this, like, yeah. in the breakdown, this sort of like a jazz hands kind of thing. Jazz hands? All right, so we're we, brainstorming. Yeah. We can Dance figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back, like, to your question. Also, I feel uh, like goals is kind of an overly... For- I know I said that. That's kind of an overly formal way to put it, but just what are you hoping for? I mean, I, I, we're, we're, all, we're all really ambitious, and we, we, want, we want to keep stepping it up with, with our live show and, like, on like, at, like, you know, try to climb that font-size ladder at festivals okay. and stuff. And, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, we want to do this for the rest of our lives, and as long as we can kind of continue some sort of upward trend you know that's yeah. that's 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 goal. what we want yeah whatever whatever that means like specific goals i don't know yeah we'll, what, we'll take what we can get <laughs> what do you think was the biggest festival you mentioned the font size the lineup what do you think was the biggest festival performance you've given so far like uh bonnaroo Someone just just did like a TBT photo uh, of us at Bonnaroo like uh, three years ago, and mm-hmm. that looked that looked like pretty a good. Photo from behind <laughs> the stage, looking out at the crowd, to yeah. like a massive sea of people. I'm not totally sure. Coachella from 2013 was pretty epic. We were on the second stage at like sunset on yeah. a Friday night and with like was, the palm trees, yeah, desert that in the was, background. Yeah. yeah, I mean you can oh, get yeah. like that was that was so so memorable and so like arresting and yeah. Yeah. I hope yeah. to do that again and now now that we're older and now that I can enjoy it more now that I can be like I don't know I think you get older you're more relaxed in your own skin yeah I think that I think that is that is true and so I'm I'm looking forward to to going back on the festival circuit and you know where we're at no matter where we're at there's I'm sure there's gonna be you know a bunch of like new faces a bunch of new people that I can like I don't know I think I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it more sure yeah is that thing you what you mentioned with font size and the lineups is that a thing that bands talk about um i mean sure i mean i think it's on it's on people's minds it's definitely on i mean it's like i said i I feel like we're really ambitious and we want to keep moving up in 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 every way while still doing what we love and you know Mm -hmm. not sacrificing any of that so that's 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 the dream for sure um you know and i 
I think we all feel really hopeful. We all feel really good about this record and like are definitely have high hopes for, for how people re will receive it. Cause I mean, we all wholeheartedly believe this is our best record. And I don't know, we've worked harder on, on this than I think on anything. Yeah. Any other things that you're just, you mentioned festivals, like things down the road. What about like radio? Has his local natives been playing like alternative radio in the past? <sighs> Not really. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll get on like NPR stations and mm -hmm. like Sirius has been really awesome to us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean no, nothing like on like mainstream. Like a radio. K Rock or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we've never we've never really had that in our place in front of us, so we're not really sure what that. Because I I mean we we're aware that that can be such a game changer for definitely. the band, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know we're definitely not like opposed to if that happens obviously <laughs> that that will just continue to help us grow you know um yeah yeah because i think like villainy for instance would sound right at home with what like a k-rock plays like what a big alternative station plays now yeah you hear that k-rock you want to play villainy for us please thank you thank you very much Done. let me send you a gift basket what kind of chocolate do you like t-shirt size please. yeah t-shirt size for the entire staff you like tank tops we're gonna make those soon now, yeah new merch in the works oh yeah always always i feel like it would be you're a summer band for merch mm. festival friendly summer band definitely Merchandise speaking. Yeah. Yeah. You can write a winter song, but merchandise. <laughs> all, all tank tops. Tanks. Yeah. Those little, like, kind of baseball hats that sort of, like, rest more on the top of your head. You know what I'm talking about? With, like, we're, the big we're, talking, we're talking about hats. Yeah. With, like, the floral print on them. We're talking about dad hats. Dad hats. Is that what they call it? I, know, I can just give, like, a Is weird. It the five panel? No, or dad no. hats are just like the. I mean, it's like it's like the hit what your dad hats. Was, yeah, that's like, nice. like what your dad. Yeah, was. it's like if you go into like Urban Outfitters, like the sort of hats that they sell there mm. is what I'm talking about. I haven't heard of Urban Outfitters. Is that <laughs> is that a popular restaurant? What is that? Um. Hmm. <laughs> Kelsey's a little behind the times. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I only go to Perkins. Mm. I think I think it's a restaurant. It's like an old person restaurant. Restaurant where I think I think local natives may be able to be heard, maybe buy local natives vinyl there. Ah, fantastic! Mm -hmm. They're supporters. That's yeah, wonderful. I, That's I think wonderful. I think they are supporters. Great. That's great. Maybe we'll get a discount. Oh my god. <laughs> well, cool. That's about all I have on my end. Is there anything else you guys want to throw out there? What 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 was the inspiration for? Well, I know like the fault in our stars, but that uh, is the inspiration. That is just yeah. You saw that, and you're like, I need to make a podcast. I need to call it the fault in our stars. What's I, the connection? I need something. What do that's, we got? I need something that's gonna age really well past 2014. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. We 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 uh, we never really we haven't done this successfully yet, but we've, we've tried our hand at writing some songs for some movies and stuff. And so uh -huh. we tried to write songs for that. That was some of those songs were like, ended up being seeds for, for other songs. Oh, like, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that was like a fun, creative kind of like experiment to see, see, uh, if we could do that. Um, and, uh, and it's funny, Shailene Woodley, uh, spoke at the Bernie Sanders yeah, rally. So yeah. we got to meet her and she's really, like spunky and nice and super friendly and that was kind of a trip 
see her there. Yeah. Talented actress. Josh Hutcherson, also of YA fame, was a Bernie supporter. Mm-hmm. Was he at the rally? He wasn't. Um, there was an, another actor that was, uh, he was in like one office episode as an intern, and I, I didn't talk to him, but I was like looking at him like, Is ah, he, wait. you were close to Michael Scott. <laughs> wait, was he ever known for more stuff down the line, or is that his biggest thing? That's his biggest thing in my heart. I don't think, I'm sure I he's, think he's done, done many things. I'm sure, you know, he's known for other things, but uh, yeah, Kelsey, we're, we're uh, all huge office uh, fans. Office Trump's all. Oh, no, yeah. I said it. Office Trump's all. What's I mean I was super into like the first three seasons. What you know what episode he was in? He I'm was in this, episode six, four hundred two. Uh, <laughs> he, he was in. Uh, he was like later later down the line, and he was with uh, a bunch of uh, a few interns. I think I know. Actually, I think I know exactly what episode it was, uh, because it was where Stanley cheats on his wife. It's called Rumors. I think it's Wait, episode Stanley one Ch- of season six. Wow. I, I never went that far into the seasons, and I'm so saddened to learn that Stanley wound up cheating on his wife. <sighs> hey, man, you know, he, he uh, what's he going to do, you know? He, he, he got <laughs> sick, and he started falling for his nurse, and, you know, life, life just happens while you're making other plans. Someone said that. Well, Office got, I mean, you could be totally fucking with me right now. No, 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 I'm not. Sorry. I'm not. not. Well, I'm not, not really not. real that's with the subplots happens. by season six. That, that's, that's, that's what happens, yeah. But yeah, I was going to say that, yeah, making songs for movies and movie soundtracks, yeah, that seems like it makes sense for local natives. Yeah, so, I mean, you know... Good fit. It seems like it, it, it has to be, like, it has to be so perfect for the scene and the right. vibe and everything that you know it, it's it's a pretty it's pretty hard to thread that needle of like exactly what what something needs but yeah i mean we we'd be really pumped to to do music for for um film in some way in the future i mean that's i think that's a if you're talking about goals that'd be definitely be a goal yeah, okay. of ours to to score something someday yeah, recently I interviewed Anthony Gonzalez from M83 mm. because the connection is they did Wait, which was prominently used in Fault in Our Stars right. in, in the bench scene. And I was like, oh, what did you think about that? He's like, oh, I loved it. Like, I was at the premiere in the theater. There were teens crying. Like, I cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta be a teen to cry. Teens stole that bench. Did you hear about that? Wait, what? so what's the bench scene? It's like... When they kiss for the first time, yeah. when they're in Amsterdam, oh right, on the on this bench, like in a nice right, right, part right. of the city, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. and then people, well, I, I'm just assuming it was teens, but I, I'm pretty sure it was teens. <laughs> we can blame them, but people stole that bench, no and it was way. missing for like a week, and then it got found again. It's <laughs> something a movie is getting stolen. <laughs> That's right. Still haven't found that diamond from Titanic. <laughs> I think that's a good note to end on. (laughs) Thanks for coming by, guys. Thank you for having us. No worries. Thanks for having us. So, hey there. I'm back. It's just me now. That's the end of the interview. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed my chat with local natives. And you should check out their new album. It really is good. Uh, Like I said at the top of the show, as far as my show goes, switching up the format, Alt and R Stars have, since its inception, been a weekly Friday, every Friday post, 
It's still going to be pretty much every week happening on Billboard.com. Only now it's going to be dropping on all different days. Surprise drops. So to keep up with the show, you should subscribe. Go to either the uh, podcast app on your phone or just go to iTunes. Search for the Alt and Our Stars. Subscribe there. You can also listen to old archived episodes. We've had people like Pup, Strambellas, Modern Baseball, Courtney Barnett, Mitski, all on the show lately, so you can check all those archived episodes out. And once you subscribe to the show, also, star rating is super helpful with everything we do on the podcast. If you like what you hear, please, please take a little bit of time out because that really helps with things like getting the show noticed more, getting it to show up on iTunes' podcast page more prominently. So, And aside from that, just it's really helpful for me doing a podcast every week to hear feedback about what you like and what you don't like and what you think could be done better, what you don't want to hear anymore, things you'd like to hear more of. So all of that sends it my way. Be back very soon with another Alton R Star show. What day will it be? I don't know. You should subscribe. All right, that's it. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.